0: Hello America, it's time for Uncle Sam Says Podcast Number 5, The Danbury Baptists. Folks, the main reason I tell these stories is to introduce more people to American Truth Restored Online University, and introduce them to their plan to restore America. Yes sir, they do have a plan to restore America, but they know that you can't restore anything unless you know how it was to begin with. So, they teach you what it was like to begin with, and it's all for free. Go join them, americantruthrestored.com. It's free, and you get free lessons sent to you every other day, americantruthrestored.com. Now, how many times have you heard some people talk about the separation of church and state? Now, what on earth does that mean? Where did it come from? It certainly did not come from the Declaration of Independence, and it's not found in the Constitution either. So, what does it really mean and where did it come from? All right, listen up, because I'm going to tell you right now. Hello America! Once again it's time for Uncle Sam Says, and I've got some great stories to tell you, so let's get started. I love America, and I love telling why she's so great. These are things you need to know. This great experiment of ours needs to be completely understood. You've got to really understand why America became great. You need to understand the difference. It was truly unique, and you need to know why. Before you can fully appreciate the enormity of this accomplishment, it had never been done before, never. The question on everybody's lips was, can they do it? Can a nation of ordinary people actually govern themselves? no one gave it any chance at all it was really the great experiment well it worked and not only did it work but it worked so well that we really did become the greatest nation in history I'm gonna say that so many times during these lessons I sure hope you don't get tired of it but we need to understand that it's absolutely true we became the breadbasket of the world we became the most powerful nation in the world we became the kindest most charitable nation in the world we became the richest and most economically powerful nation in the world we've easily given hundreds of times more aid to other nations than any other nation on earth why how did it happen How could we pass all of the European, Asian, African nations, all of them? Was it just serendipity? Was it just coincidence? I think not. I know darn well not. In fact, anyone with an ounce of brain power left should be able to see that America was no accident. America's freedom gave its people a brand new attitude. They knew they could build their ideas and keep the fruit they bore. No king or government had any control over their property, their profit, or how far they could grow. It was an ignition of a tremendous inferno of creativity and the drive to self-determination. And with that kind of raw material, the triumph of America was inescapable. It was the Constitution! It was the Constitution! (sighs) Well, the lesson today is about what is generally called separation of church and state. Boy, is that a misstatement. In fact, it's a lie, and I've got, to, I've got to put a stop to it. In 1962, the Supreme Court in Engel v. Vitale ruled that quote, "...prayer in its public school system breaches the constitutional wall of separation between church and state." Good grief, folks! This is unprecedented. This constituted a dramatic reversal from what had been done ever since the founding of our nation. All the Supreme Court decisions. It was done without legal or any historical precedent of any kind. This changed the definition of church from a denomination to a religious activity. Could be most anything. (laughs) Well for the first time religious principles were separated from public affairs. Now most people charge Thomas Jefferson with the idea and that he put it into the Constitution will add no such thing. It never happened. Thomas Jefferson did write the Declaration of Independence but he was in France during the Constitutional Convention and had very little to do with that. So where did the idea of separation of church and state come from? Well, yes it was from Jefferson, but way after the Constitution was written it was when he was President of the United States in 1802. Here's what happened. Jefferson wrote a letter to the Danbury Baptist Association up in Connecticut. It was in 1802 in answer to a letter from them written in October 1801. The Danbury Baptist Church was a little church that uh, complained about how they were being treated by their state legislature the wording of the letter that Jefferson wrote was awfully important to him and he consulted a couple of New England politicians just to make sure that his words would not offend while still conveying his message it was not the place of Congress or the executive to do anything that might be misconstrued as the establishment of religion that was his message that was his message. I'll read it again here. It was not the place of Congress or the executive to do anything that might be misconstrued as the establishment of religion. Folks, his letter to the Danburys had nothing to do with separation of church and state. Well, at least not like this. Uh, I'm going to read that letter. I'm going to read it to you in its entirety. It says, Mr. President, to Messrs." Nehemiah Dodge, Ephraim Robbins, and Stephen S. Nelson, a committee of the Danbury Baptist Association in the state of Connecticut. Gentlemen, the affectionate sentiments of esteem and approbation which you are so good as to express towards me on behalf of the Danbury Baptist Association give me the highest satisfaction. My duties dictate a faithful and zealous pursuit of the interests of my constituents and in proportion as they are persuaded of my fidelity to those duties the discharge of them becomes more and more pleasing believing with you that religion is a matter which lies solely between man and his god that he owes account to none other for his faith or his worship that the legitimate powers of government reach actions only and not opinions i contemplate with sovereign reverence that act of the whole American people which declared that their legislature should make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, thus building a wall of separation between church and state. Adhering to this expression of the supreme will of the nation, in behalf of the rights of conscience, I shall see with sincere satisfaction the progress of those sentiments which tend to restore to man all his natural rights, convinced he has no natural right in opposition to his social duties. I reciprocate your kind prayers for the protection and blessing of the common father and creator of man and tender you for yourselves and your religious association assurances of my high respect and esteem. Signed, Thomas Jefferson. Okay, yeah, yeah. he did say, wall of separation between church and state. But guys, that was right after he quoted them from the First Amendment, saying their legislature should make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. He didn't mean to separate religion from government. Not at all. Religion has always been part of our government. It's, it's always been there. It's when the Declaration of Independence was first started. It's our God-given rights. We always had religion in government. He understood very clearly that the proper role of government was not to establish a religion, but to protect whatever religion the people already had. That's the First Amendment, guys. We have our government to protect whatever religion we have, not to separate us from religion. (laughs) That's what uh, building a wall of separation seems to do here. Uh, Just a casual glance around the Founding Fathers will, will show way beyond any shadow of a doubt that they did not mean to take religion out of government. Did you know that the very first Bible To be published in the United States was designed to be used as a textbook in the schools. That's written right in the flyleaf of it. And it was ordered and paid for by the Congress of the United States. Separation of church and state? Of course, they don't support the Baptists or the Presbyterians or or any other church. But to separate religion out of our government? (laughs) No way. Bible verses are written in stone on virtually all the major buildings in Washington, D.C., and dozens of Supreme Court cases through the years affirm that God and religion were always part of our government until Engel vs. Vitale in 1962. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Until tomorrow, tell your friends and know that you're learning the truth. Speak with boldness and keep your powder dry.